Hey everyone, welcome to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and today we're going to talk about going through the motions. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. I've been a professional photographer for a number of years, and in about 2021, early on, probably January, I found myself kind of stuck in a rut, just going through the motions. Now, people often experience this in their job, but when you work in a creative industry, it's kind of weird to experience it. Especially as an entrepreneur, you don't think that you're going to fall victim to this. But I want to talk about what it looks like and how to guard against it for yourself and for your clients. So even if you're not a photographer, this can apply to you if you're in any sort of creative industry. Now, what does going through the motions look like? In January of that year, I had just come out of a crazy busy fall season, which is fairly normal for photographers or anyone in the wedding industry. And when I found myself kind of feeling like I was going through the motions and getting stuck in a rut, especially coming out of that busy season, I knew something had to change because I had taken so many photos and worked with so many families, but I wanted to make sure that I was giving them my best every single time. So it can be challenging to guard against it, but having a checklist and then straying from it can be hugely beneficial. Now, you've heard me say it time and time again, lists are great. I love them. But we also have to be comfortable stepping off the path once in a while, you know, to challenge ourselves creatively. Sometimes at a photo shoot, I'll find myself just doing the same old thing. While that works because my systematic approach is sustainable, it's not always the most creative. And again, I want to give my clients the best of me, which includes my creative side. So for me, this means I show up to my photo shoot with my mental checklist, the shot list, you know, mom and dad, dad and kids, mom and kids, just kids, just parents, all the sisters, all the brothers, all the girls, all the boys, each kid by themselves, and so on and so forth. So that's super good, but it can also sometimes distract from capturing images as they unfold. And it can definitely take away from the creative spirit of the session and sometimes actually block you from getting some really amazing shots. Now, I'm applying this directly to photography because that's my experience, but it's similar when it comes to like different types of creative industry. Like if you're a writer, you can kind of get stuck in a rut, utilizing the same words over and over and not being super creative. Or if it has to do with like creating tangibles, I know when I've made like clay earrings or artwork, I've also found myself experiencing this before where you kind of sort of just like lock yourself into this itty bitty box and then for some reason you just don't feel able to step out of it. Well, having a checklist and then straying from it encourages you to have a plan, you're prepared, 
you know, especially if that creativity doesn't kick in, but you can still stray away from it. You can still slow down. And when you're switching from mom and kids to dad and kids, see that the kids were kind of crazy and they all ran and hugged dad or whatever the case and capture that candid photo and really step outside of that list that you're on and focus on creating more candid shots and that emotional connection. Also, preparing yourself with like um, different cues and stuff. So like, hey, why don't you guys have a tickle fight or a group hug, everyone? Having kind of those things will help stir that creativity within you and within the family for you to capture more of that dynamic and their actual connection and relationship. My next tip for protecting against um, going through the motions is don't burn out. We can all experience burnout even when we love our job. And this is something that I think some entrepreneurs forget, or if you're newer to the entrepreneur world, you don't realize this can happen. But even though you're choosing your job, you're choosing what you do, you're creating it from the ground up, you can still fall victim to burnout. You just want to make sure that you're being mindful of that. Coming out of a completely packed couple of months, I definitely was feeling burnout. You know, the type when you're like, I don't want to schedule anything. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to think. I just want to exist. And that's the extent of what I want to do at this point. Burnout can totally kill creativity. The exhaustion can take away from the energy that you channel to try those new things and to push the limits and to have fun because that burnout is going to create exhaustion and you're just not going to want to function and not want to do anything, at least in my experience. So we have to be really careful not to overwork ourselves. Just because we love our job doesn't mean it's not work. One way to protect against this is to schedule time for fun. Go out, enjoy yourself. Literally write it on your calendar and protect that time. Give yourself grace when things get crazy and listen to your mind and body when you need to rest and you should slow down. That's a big one for me because in years past, especially as the fall approaches, I will just book myself solid because it's an amazing time to really get in those last, you know, financials for the quarter right before the year end, meet those goals and lock all that in. But especially the way that my business module with photography is, is I book sessions a month or two out. So I'm collecting the financials at the time of booking. And then two months later, I'm knee deep in weekend wet, like weddings and family photos and all these things, just back to back to back to back. And that can be a lot, especially when I'm not thinking about that in the moment when I'm booking. So I've set some boundaries for myself to help protect against this burnout um, by telling myself there's certain numbers that I can book per weekend. Um, I try my best not to book anything on Sundays just because I know I'm going to be busy on Saturdays. And sometimes what I've done in the past is if I have a Saturday wedding, I'll book family photos on Sunday. But that doesn't make sense because the whole reason I keep Sunday open is because I'm busy on Saturday. So I will plan those family portrait sessions around my wedding. So it means maybe it's a longer wedding day for me because I'll go do portraits first and then hop over to the wedding. Or I just block that weekend completely off my calendar from portrait sessions because I have that wedding. And for me, this is how it helps me stay away from burnout. 
Now, again, going back to like a product-based business, this can be a big one too, because if you're selling wedding stationery and you're booking clients four to six months out from their wedding, you're not necessarily in the rut of it in that moment. So you might just be like, okay, here we go. Let's book like 400. And then as those dates approach and you're actually knee deep in the work, you can definitely face burnout. So I think knowing your own limits and really, really exploring what you can handle and what you need in order to financially meet goals while still maintaining some sort of sanity is hugely important. Another thing that I think will help with guarding against um, just getting stuck in the motions is setting new goals. Sticking with the same goals year after year, month after month, week after week will get you the same results. So sometimes it just makes sense to step outside of those goals and to find new ones. Now, in other times, it does make sense to maintain what works for you. But again, it can also hold you back. It can put you in that box again and kind of limit where you're going to go. So set new goals, revisit old goals, challenge yourself to do something new, mix it up. Now, these don't have to be huge, outrageous, crazy changes. Small changes can make a large impact too, and they can help you stay away from getting stuck in some sort of holding pattern. So I know that sometimes if I set a financial goal for myself, it almost dehabilitates me in a sense that I'm like, okay, cool. I got to that number. Check. I'm done. When really I still actually have the ability to do more, um, or maybe it you know, I'm so focused on that goal that I forget to raise my prices or I don't do this or I don't do that. You definitely want to stay away from that. You want to make sure that you're being intentional with those goals. And if there's like a major goal that's always worked for you, just stick with it year after year. That's okay. Or spruce it up a little bit. Just tweak it a bit. Another thing is being intentional. If you've been around here before, you know, I talk about intentionality frequently. When we lack luster, we are just blah. That's the only word I can think to describe it. And this can look very different for everyone. But having things that don't hold meaning and spending time aimlessly scrolling on social media because you're just too tired to do something else and not focusing on what's in front of you can also be hugely detrimental to your creativity and enjoyment. So for me, I find myself sometimes... And I don't do it so much, but I do, like I have done this in the past, is that I would just scroll aimlessly on social media because I was like, it's late at night. It's like, you know, my daughter goes down late or something. It's 8.15. I just don't feel like editing photos or writing a new blog post. Like I'm mentally at my end for the day. So I crawl into bed and I scroll on social media for an hour and a half. So now not only have I not done anything productive, I also haven't really technically gotten rest. And I'm not saying this is horrible all the time, but when it becomes too frequent and you kind of just get stuck going through the motions and this is kind of how you like refresh yourself, that's not real refreshment. You want to be intentional with refreshing yourself and taking care of yourself. Because if you don't, then you're not really going to fill your cup back up and you're not going to be able to pour from it again. Like, own things that invoke emotion in you. Do things that bring you joy, things that make you want to put your phone down and enjoy the moment. If you are going through the motions, like, don't worry, it's okay. Like, we all end up in that area and it can be super challenging, but it doesn't have to be an end all. You can mix things up. For me, we just got back from a trip to Alaska and Oregon. We had booked a wedding out west 
last year and we knew that we wanted to make a trip out of it. Initially, we thought that we were just going to go to Oregon, visit friends and family, and just hang out. But after some deliberation, we decided we wanted to go see Alaska. Now, for some of you that know, I've been to 48 states and Alaska was my 49th state, which ironically, Alaska is also the 49th state in the United States, which I thought was pretty cool, but also ironic. Now, my husband had been to Alaska when he was younger and he didn't really remember much of it or any of it at all, honestly. And so we decided, let's go to Alaska. So we made a trip of it and it was so funny because I had put down most of my work. I had an engagement session, a couple session, and then flew to Oregon to do a wedding for the last weekend of the trip. And aside from that, like I didn't, my goal was just to spend quality time with my family, to enjoy my time away and all of that. And I was amazed at how much of like a refresh it was because I was intentional with my time. I was able to just kind of refresh while I was there. And, you know, there's always a part of you that's like, I wish this could just be my life every single day. But then also it was nice to come home, get resituated, get settled into the home and like house routine again, and then be able to just dive back into creating. Because for me, it was just that refresh that I needed. It broke up going through the motions. We traveled at a time that's I would say almost in the middle of my busy season because the fall season is just really swamped for photography. Not to mention we're getting ready to launch a course and we're running our Katie and Co virtual assistant firm and all these different like elements are up in the air and going around and stuff. But all that to be said, we stepped away at a very good time and it worked out perfectly and we're back refreshed, ready to go. I will admit that I'm a little physically tired still. Um, Alaska's four hours behind our time zone, so that can play a little bit into it. But otherwise, like creatively, I am refreshed. It was funny because I was able to post on my stories on Instagram and create new graphics and stuff while we're gone just organically from my phone, just because I felt creative in the moment. It was really, really cool. And I just love that about travel, about, you know, pressing pause on life and kind of diving into to other elements. And one of the awesome things about being intentional is you can build your life to have those natural pauses. Like you don't want to live every single day just waiting for your next vacation. Like that's not sustainable. That's not ideal. That's not the best way to do it. And so just building a life where you have those natural pauses, those natural breaks, those natural refreshes is so, so beneficial. So I strongly encourage you to do that if you're able to. And they don't have to be big refreshes. Like here, looking at my calendar for the month of October, I'm busy nearly every weekend, except for the two weekends I was away, which one of which I did have a wedding. But knowing that, that I was going to be busy the last weekend of October, the first weekend of November and whatnot, I purposely didn't schedule anything for two weekends in November because I know that I'm going to need a little bit of a break. I know I'm going to need some breathing room. And while those aren't going to be crazy expensive trips to Alaska or to Spain or to Barcelona, wherever I'm going or whatever I feel like doing or Hawaii, because that'd be my 50th state, they will still be refresh weekends where I can slow down a little bit. Now, honestly, I might be glued to my computer editing, but I will also be sure to take time to refresh because it's so important to do that. You definitely, definitely, definitely don't want to get stuck going through the motions and feeling burned out and fighting exhaustion. 
And it's of course so much easier said than done, but coming from someone who wears a dozen different hats, works a full-time executive role, manages these businesses, has a toddler, like if I can do it, I truly, truly believe that you can too. You just got to be intentional. So that's kind of my quick tidbits on going through the motions and how to guard against it. If you found any of this helpful or resourceful, please let me know. I would love it if you follow us on Instagram at gingerbiz or at Katie Murray Photography. Whatever uh, page you want to follow us on, that would be awesome. And another thing to note is we do have a private uh, Facebook group where we just share in there just different tips and tricks for running a business and how to approach it and whatnot. And the other thing I want to mention is that while you are here and you listen to this today, going through the motions doesn't have to only apply to your business. This can apply to your daily life, to your, you know, your relationships and everything. It's, it's so important to know that we don't have to get stuck going through the motions in any aspect of our life. We can always continue to learn and grow and spruce things up and just enjoy life to its fullest. But until next time, guys, keep on diving in.